0: Through this podcast, I aim to empower and inspire jewelry entrepreneurs and professionals so they can thrive while adding more beauty to the world. I'm passionate about digital marketing for jewelry brands, and I'm excited to share my passion with you. As we all know, jewelry is joy, so I'll gladly seize any opportunity to talk about it. This is episode 198, and you're checking out a weekly segment of this podcast called The Gold Mine, which is a more intimate, personal, and brief take from me about a topic of my choosing, but typically in the categories of entrepreneurship, growth, mindset, as well as my own personal observations about the industry. If you're new to this podcast, Welcome. You can get interviews and business development and marketing tips on Sundays and the Gold Mine with me on Wednesdays. If you're a return listener or viewer, thanks so much for following along. In this episode, I'll be addressing a question I frequently get asked: Is the jewelry market oversaturated? The short answer: yes and no. But here's a breakdown of what I'll be discussing. The current state of the marketplace. Is there a space for new and emerging jewelry brands? How can a new brand best position itself in the marketplace? What is required of brands today? And finally, once you've established your brand, how can you find your target customer and capitalize upon your own place in the industry? Okay, so first, let's talk about the current state of the marketplace. Is there space for new and emerging jewelry brands? Yes, the industry is crowded, but with a lot of same-same and entrepreneurs who aren't daring to think differently about the industry, they're trying to be the next insert brand name here instead of being something new and trying to disrupt the marketplace. Not necessarily, I'm not talking about disrupting with product necessarily, but with their approach to storytelling and connecting with their customer. Let's set aside jewelry for just a second and think about the car industry. Who in their right mind would ever want to enter the car industry and wake up one day and say, I want to start a car company when there are BMWs in the world, Hondas in the world, Hyundais in the world, car companies that have millions and billions of dollars and have been established for many years and have more resources than you could even imagine. Well, I was recently listening to an episode of the How I built this podcast, which is all about entrepreneurship. And one of the more recent episodes had the founder of the electric uh, pickup truck brand Rivian And he knew as a kid that he wanted to enter the car industry. He had this dream and he knew he was going to do it. So he knew from an early age, this is what he wanted to pursue. It's a little bit crazy, right? If you had a friend who told you they wanted to start a car company, you would probably think they went a little bit cuckoo. But the thing is about this guy is that he went into it with true disruption. He wasn't just thinking like, I wanna build the next Kia or the next Chevrolet. He knew this was a really saturated industry. In fact, it took him 10 years from the creation of his company to when he launched a product that was actually viable and he could show in the marketplace but he knew he was gonna take that time that if I'm gonna enter this crowded industry, I have to do something that one, makes sense for what customers are wanting today, but also what do they don't yet have and how can I truly disrupt this space. I'll put the link to that podcast episode in the show notes so you can check it out because I think there are a lot of great lessons that new jewelry entrepreneurs can learn as well. I would also invite you to go and listen to episode 151 with my guest Ben Smithy, and I'll link to that as well. He said something that still like rattles around in my head today. He said, in response to my question about whether or not the jewelry market is oversaturated. Quote, if you think about that, then you would really hate being in the beverage industry. You'd really hate being in the clothing industry and fashion. You'd really hate being in the cereal industry for sure. And the quick serve industry, man, don't get into canned goods, end quote. It's one of my favorite takes on market saturation ever. And I think ultimately the point is, yeah, you could enter all these industries. They will all feel crowded. I don't think there's an industry out there today that you couldn't like justify as being crowded. Like everything's been done, everything's been thought of, right? But if you can think of the thing that hasn't been thought of yet, and you're entering with the mindset of, I want to come in and do something new and actually disrupt this industry instead of being like the next majority or whatever it is that you want to do, then you have a chance at entering a crowded marketplace. So how can a new brand best position itself in the marketplace? What's required of brands today? As I just mentioned, one, you got to stop trying to be the next insert brand here. Sure, you can be inspired by other brands in the jewelry industry. You can look to them as models. You can see what they're doing or not doing, but you need to be something new and different and feel confident in what you're offering even if it's completely different than everyone else, which is probably the most scary thing, has value and is offering something new. You actually do want to study the marketplace and see what's out there so that you know if someone else already has the idea that you do. I think a lot of people say, I'm going to start a jewelry business. And in their head, they're like, this is totally new and unique, but they haven't actually done the work to see if anyone else has done this before. You want to challenge yourself to create what's called, and I'm stealing this from a book that I'll link to the show notes, a blue ocean. Okay. This is a term that means it's a yet unexploited or uncontested market space where there are no other competitors. The opposite of a blue ocean is a red ocean which is full of people doing the same thing you are. And it's called red because you guys all become sharks (laughs) and you're just creating a bloody ocean. It's like fierce competitiveness. Imagine trying to compete in a red ocean We're being over here by yourself in a blue ocean where you've really carved such a unique space for yourself that you almost have no competition. And you can still do jewelry to be in that blue ocean. You just need to be approaching it and thinking about it differently than anyone else is. Brands today need to do way more than just make pretty products. That is not enough, so if that is your unique value proposition, You need to stop what you're doing and think about what else you are offering to this space. Now let's say you've established your brand already, you're beyond idea, you're beyond startup, or maybe you're like trying to reinvent your brand. How can you find your target customer and then really capitalize upon a place that you do carve out in the industry for your brand? One. If you haven't already, find a niche, okay? This might be the scariest advice I ever give to anyone because niching freaks people the heck out. They are afraid, they're losing opportunities, excluding people, whatever the fear is. But the only way you are going to be successful today in 2022, where the world has more Of everything that it ever needs is to find a niche and capitalize the heck out of it. Lean in, dig into that niche. Be open to evolving. So even though you've chosen that niche, it might evolve over time. That doesn't mean you Losing focus and like kind of floating away from it like a helium balloon that's getting lost in the sky. It's intentional evolution, steps that you take based on the things you're seeing in the marketplace and with your target customer. Don't be afraid to take risks. The only way you are going to disrupt, the only way you're going to succeed in this crowded industry or any other crowded industry is constantly trying something new and different but also pulling back and being nimble enough to change course if you realize that it's not working and not saying it's a failure, not being like, I give up. That's it. It didn't work. No, it's a learning. So you have to keep moving forward, taking risks, assessing and learning from them. Always leveraging technology, looking to innovation, and continue asking yourself, what can I be doing differently? How can I serve my customer better? You need to wake up every morning and literally ask yourself these two questions. What can I be doing differently? And how can I serve my other customer? How can I serve my customer better? I would also suggest you get outside of the jewelry industry bubble and you start looking to some of those other industries to see how other people are disrupting, whether that's the beauty industry, whether it's apparel, whether it's cars, whether it's food, whatever the heck it is. Take inspiration outside of the jewelry industry because being stuck in a bubble often means that people get stuck in the cycle of the same, same. What do you think about my perspective on the industry, on the marketplace? Will you be trying some of these things? Do you feel inspired and empowered to do something bold and different? I would love to know your thoughts. Please leave a comment on YouTube or let me know in a podcast review. You can also always email me Larissa, that's L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com. And thanks for listening or watching.